Welcome back to another episode of Uniquely Wired Podcast. I'm your host, Nani, and I do want to say that this is the last episode of season one, you guys. I cannot believe it, but, um, you know, I do believe in rest. I do believe that, you know, we have to be intentional and take breaks, take time. So therefore, I have decided to end season one on this episode and, you know, come back after the new year, which is crazy to say. But yes, after the new year, come January, we will begin season two. And you definitely don't want to miss it because it's going to be such an amazing season. I have a lineup of guest speakers that are truly amazing and it's just going to bless your life. So you don't want to miss it. But with that being said, let's just get right into this episode, which I'm going to title Navigating the Holidays. Okay, so as autism families. Um, so as we find ourselves aiming, right, to have an amazing holiday, we know that that can be very hard for families like ours who have autistic children. Um it can be challenging in many ways. And and we're just going to, I'm going to give you, and I'm looking at my notes, I'm going to give you some things and tips that you can use to navigate this holiday season. Um, the holidays can be a magical time, but I also understand that they also come with its unique challenges, Okay. So whether you're a parent, caregiver, or someone personally navigating autism, here are a few tips, okay, to help you make the most of this holiday season, okay? Now, I'm going to say for my family, my household, we do Christmas and New Year the way the best fits my two autistic children. Like, that's it. It's not what their grandparents want, what their aunt's uncle, like, it's not about anybody but my kids' happiness. And for them to feel safe, for them to feel like they can be themselves and not have to worry about following so many rules, that that's what the holidays is for us. And, and that's just the way we navigate it. But again, that may not be your case, and I understand that, right? But I want you to remember that it's okay if you can't make it to see the beautiful holiday lights. It's okay if you can't make it to a family dinner because your child is in the middle of a meltdown. Like, that is okay. You know, we often feel so much pressure to do such things around this time because we want to keep up with trends. We want to keep up with what everyone around us and social media is doing. But I want you to pause, friends. I really want you to pause and think about your kids. Accommodate this season with what helps you and your family. That's it. So here are five tips. Number one, plan ahead plan ahead I am a planner by heart like by nature I am a planner that's just the way God created me he was just like you know what you're gonna be a planner and that's it like I am a planner 
But I can also be a go with the flow type of person. Like I can also be like, okay, well, you know what? Things just change. Let's just go with it. But most of the time, 95% out of the time, I like to plan. So creating a visual schedule or social story can provide a sense of routine, um, which can be incredibly comforting for your autistic children. Okay, Um, this can help manage expectations and reduce anxiety during the holiday hustle. Like I've been telling my kids that we're going to go see the lights at the zoo for the past two weeks. (laughs) Granted, we're not even going until Christmas Day, but I mean, that's the plan. Again, that is the plan. That is me planning ahead. But I have been telling my kids, even though they're not speaking, I know they hear me. I know they understand what a zoo is. I know they know they're animals. So we go into the zoo to see the holiday lights. Just, you know, most likely it's just going to be us, me, my husband, and my children. That's it. I did invite, you know, their grandparents. If they can make it, amen. If not, guess what? I'm still going. So plan ahead. Let your child know, you know, ahead of time. If you feel like they don't understand you because you know your child best, write it down or, or, you know, visuals, drawings, things like that. Show them the place, you know, and maybe have a countdown, you know, maybe a countdown will help. So whatever it is that helps you and your family, do it, friend. That's it. Do it. Number two, sensory considerations. I don't know about you, but both of my kids have sensory processing. And I mean, I would say Jacob is definitely more severely on the sensory um, chart or whatever you want to call it. (laughs) It's very, very severe. He's very, very sensitive to all the things. Smell, not so much sound, but smell and tactile. Like those two are like huge for Jacob. So I have to make sure that I'm taking that into consideration. So recognize and address sensory challenges. Encourage the use of headphones or comfort items to manage noise and sensory input. Communicate with your friends and family that you are planning to be with this holiday season about your child's sensitivities to create a supportive environment. This can be hard if you're going to a public place, you know, for example, the zoo or the mall or just a light show, right? This can be a little hard. But if you're going to a family or friend's house, make sure you are addressing these things. Listen, sometimes we really assume and we just expect people to know. Reality is, guys, let me just give you a reality check real quick, okay? It's not going to (laughs) happen. Like, it's not going to happen where your friends and family are like automatically, magically going to know that your child has sensitivity to, I don't know, the Christmas tree or the smell. Like we can't, we just, please stop putting like these assumptions in your head and start speaking up, start speaking up and tell your friends and family about your children's sensitivities. You know, because then you're going to get mad if something comes up or something happens at your friend's or your family's house during the holiday season because you thought they knew or they should have known. Now, we, we have to take that off. 
you know, and even if they know, like it's still our responsibility as parents to let them know, make them aware, because maybe when they met your child, they didn't have such severe sensitivities then. And now as they're getting older, it's becoming more of a challenge. So they don't know. They don't live with your child. They don't live with you. You are with your child at all times. So keep that in mind. Number three, adapt traditions. Okay. Don't be afraid to adapt or skip traditions that may cause stress. Y'all, I have been learning this this year. Okay. Like, don't be afraid. Um, prioritize events that align with your family's comfort level and consider creating new traditions that cater to your child's interests and needs. Boom. I mean, I couldn't have said that any better. <laughs> Literally. Remember that, guys. Like, it is so easy to get caught up with traditions. Like, I grew up in a Hispanic household. And, you know, some things were just traditional. And now that I'm older and I have my own family and, and I have my two autistic non-speaking children, like, who, you know, just have their own childhood aside from mine. It's like, I cannot bring this forth to them. I have to figure out when to draw a line and say, you know what? Just because this worked for my family and, and for my mom with me and my siblings does not mean it's going to work with my children. So I, I've had to say, you know what? It's okay if I have to skip this. It's okay if we don't open gifts on Christmas morning. But instead, we do it the 24th or we do it the 26th. Like, it's okay. Whoa. Like, it's not the end of the world. You know, and, and I have a feeling that some of you that are listening, you feel so guilty because you just feel so forced to have to be with your family on Christmas Day. Or, you know, Christmas morning, Christmas night, or, you know, Christmas Eve. Like, don't. Guilt is a liar, okay? It is a liar. And... You have to do what you have to do for your family. That's it. I'm just going to keep repeating myself here, okay? Number four, self-care for caregivers, parents, whatever, whatever your position is. Parents and caregivers, remember that self-care is not selfish. Self-care is not selfish. It's just not. It's essential. Communicate your needs to support to your support system and take moments for yourself to recharge. You deserve it. Okay? Let that be your Christmas gift. You know, somebody asks you, hey, what do you want for Christmas? Be straight up. Listen, I want a hands and stone massage. Like, I just want to get the hot stone massage. I, that's all I want. And then maybe get my hair and nails done. Like, you know, do it. <laughs> do it. I'm gifting myself a nice massage date coming soon. It's literally loading. Yes, I am. Because I've understood the importance of taking care of myself. I've understood that if I take care of me, I am able to take care of mine. But if I'm falling apart, I'm looking crazy. I'm crusty. Okay. All around. All of it. 
is crusty. I'm just saying. <laughs> Can we just be real? Um, guess what? It, it's going to be a crusty life. That I'm sorry. It's just the truth. It's going to be a crusty life. If you're crusty, your life is going to be crusty. But when you're taking care of yourself, boo, and you are shining, okay? Oh, my gosh. Everything just goes how it's supposed to go. That's it. But please, I can't stress it enough. Gift yourself that. Um, and if you're listening and you're not a caregiver or a parent to an autistic child, but you're listening because you want to learn, but you know somebody in your life who has an autistic child, listen, be that person to gift them something special this holiday. Be that person. Um, last but not least, the last tip is community connection. Connect with local autism support groups. And there's no one size fits all approach. Okay, there's just not sharing experiences and advice with others who understand can be incredibly valuable and reassuring. So find those groups. Don't be isolated. Don't be the person to just like lock yourself in the room. Never come out. Never make connections. Come out, make connections and and be with people around you that get it. Okay. Um, and I do want you to remember every family is unique. Every family is unique. Celebrate the victories, no matter how small, friends, and cherish the special moments with your loved ones. It, it's just a beautiful time to really create memories. Um, so do what you have to do. That is my advice to you on this episode. Like, do what's best for you and your family. Don't feel guilty. Literally, just don't. Um, and I know like for me, y'all know the trend, like, you know, the elf in the shelf and, you know, Santa and, and all the things like I personally don't do those things. I personally, my husband and I both decided in our household, like we want to keep Jesus as, as the center and we are Christians. We are a faith-based family household. So therefore I don't do elf in a shelf and I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying, you know, you shouldn't do it. it it's terrible. No, if you want to do it, do it, you know, but us personally in my household, we don't do it. Number one, I don't want that to be the main focus during this holiday season. And number two, my children don't understand what that is. They're just going to look at it like, okay, it changed. Wow. Big deal. I'm just being honest. Like they're not going to find it interesting. It's just not going to be like, Wow, did the elf really do that? <laughs> right? No. Um, I love seeing other families doing it, you know, but it's not something that we promote in my house. I don't buy Santa Claus. You know, it, it's about Jesus. And to me, you know, this season is I'm grateful because Jesus was born and he was and is the greatest gift of life. So and if you're a Christian family, then you know where I'm coming from. But that, that's just how we do it. And it works for us, guys. It works for my family. So I encourage you, again, to do what works for your family. That's it. Do what works for your family. So um, before I end the episode, I do want to share that I recently became a home health aide for both of my autistic children. And if you're wondering, it is a um, paid 
paid job. So you are a paid caregiver for your kids. Um, if you didn't know, I have been home since 2017 and I've had to literally have small businesses here and there, which have never really been super successful. Um, and it's not constant money. And honestly, with, you know, our finances and just things that we've been facing lately, this job came like heaven sent like literally I'm so grateful to have come across this agency and be able to be my children's caregiver I mean who else could take care of your children than you you know as the parents so if you're in PA reach out to me um either via email I'm going to put my information down below or you know through the Instagram page if you follow my personal Instagram page, Mom of Awesome Siblings, then you've seen the news on there and I've shared the steps to take. But I am in PA and this is an opportunity that has been around for just a year. Um, so it's fairly new. Um, so not a lot of people know about it. So I'm definitely so grateful for this opportunity and, you know, to be able to contribute financially in the household while being my children's caregiver, being able to take them to their appointments, you know, be present. So, I mean, because I technically have no choice. <laughs> and if you know, then, you know, you know, I am their transportation. I am literally the person that does their appointments and do all the things for them. So somebody had to do it. Um, so I'm just grateful. And I wanted to share that amazing opportunity you know, and news because that has been literally my gift. Like that has been my Christmas gift. Um, so that's, that's that. Also, I am having merch releasing before Christmas. So be on the lookout, y'all. I have some beautiful sweatshirts that are going to release that it's going to have the logo of my podcast. And in the, in the back is going to say, um, uncovering the beauty and nature of autism beautiful message so be on the lookout for that and yeah you guys this season one has come to an end thank you all so much for your support for being here and listening we hit 300 plus downloads so i mean less than six months so thank you guys so much i truly appreciate you all and um i wish you nothing but an amazing holiday season i love you guys so much and i will see you on season two